Well, welcome back to our next edition of the Mike Care Radio Program. What's up, America? As always, partly broadcasting from Ocoee, Florida, USA, planet Earth. And we're so blessed and honored uh, for, from Barcelona, Spain. We're talking to Lee Lu, who is a great... A musician and performer and uh, we're a singer and we're so glad Lilu that you could be here today and tell us all about what you what you do and what's going on with you so first of all why don't you tell our audience a little bit about your background and uh, all that good stuff sure uh, first of all it's really nice to be here and um well, it depends on how far back you want to go. I guess to keep it short, um, I've been singing since I was very little, and um, I went to Berkeley College of Music and graduated, and I started off um, with classical and traditional training before Berkeley, and then I decided that I wanted to do a big change and go to a contemporary school to study how to be a rock and metal singer. So uh, later on, I joined a metal band while I was going to Berkeley. And since then, I've been working professionally in a lot of different cover bands, professional bands, and original projects. Oh, great, great. Uh, so right now, how would you kind of describe the, the, the music that you're, you're doing now? A little bit of everything then? Yeah, so now um, I've been working as a professional session singer for a little over 12 years, and the projects that I get are pretty versatile. They range anywhere from progressive rock and metal to jazz, R&B, electronica. Um, so as far as what I do for my clients, I usually get a lot of work for metal and progressive rock. For my own music, I tend to write more blues, um, blues rock uh, for my own stuff and some electronic as well. Oh, so you're actually, how, do, how does it work? I mean, a client comes to you and says they want you to perform on a certain song or... Yeah, so quite often there will uh, be a client who has music that they've finished, but they either can't sing the music that they've written themselves, or they're just looking for a special sound, and they're looking to release their music online, because nowadays people are releasing their music just for streaming, um, just to get on Spotify or Pandora um, or iTunes, and so... Um, just just to get the music out there, a lot of the time they will hire a singer or someone they're looking for to complete their sound, and I will either sing what they've already written, or they also hire me to co-write and write their lyrics and lead vocal lines and backing vocals and stuff like that. Oh wow! So you're 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 actually writing the lyrics. I mean, do they tell you? I mean, how does that usually work? They tell you what they're looking for, or it depends. Uh, it, it depends on the artist. Some of them are very detailed. Excuse me if you can hear my puppy in the background. She's very <laughs> noisy. Um, but some of them, they they have an idea of what they want. They have a theme. They have um, some examples they show me of other singers. They want the sound to be similar uh, to or um, they leave it entirely up to me. I um, sometimes I just do it from scratch, put my own ideas, and then they say, "Hey, take 
take all the time you need with it and, you know, just run with whatever idea you have. And then usually after I send them the, the first uh, um, edit, they will critique it and tell me what they want changed. And then we finish up the project. Oh, wow. So, I mean, does it usually, I mean, usually it varies how long the process takes. I mean, is some of these last like months or? Yeah, it depends on what the client wants. For example, last summer I did an entire album for a prog rock and metal band. And that took about three months to do on my end. Um, but then sometimes people just hire me for a single song, uh, which can take me a few days or, or a few hours. It depends. Oh, okay. So, so, and then between that, then you work on your own music then? Yes. Yeah. So in between that, I do work on my own music and I usually write um, music on guitar, sometimes piano. Um, and I also uh, produce some electronic tracks as well, or I make a combination of those things. I'm really a big fan of using organic instruments and then adding electronic elements to that. And so I do put out... Um, some of my own music uh in the past i've been in bands so i have some albums out with some of the original projects that i was in oh wow uh, so in the past you mentioned you you've had been in in bands then mm-hmm. yes oh so so but right now you're you're kind of focusing on you know writing this music writing your own music i mean do you perform currently with a band or um, I so I'm not uh, currently performing with a band. Actually, before this pandemic, I was with um, one band that I was trying out to see if we were a good fit, and then everything kind of went a little bit crazy with what's going on now. But um, that band, uh, I think, was really great. Um, I hope that maybe we'll get together and work together in the future, combine some like trumpet with some electronics and samples and some, uh, some synthesizers and keys and guitar. So it was really a nice mix of what I was looking for. Um, since I've, I've been in Barcelona for almost two years. So I've, um, tried with a few different bands, but nobody's really seemed to fit yet. So I've just been working on my own stuff. I mean, I'm always writing, so uh, I have only released one of my original songs since I've been here, though, with a video, um, because normally I don't really release a lot of my solo stuff. Uh, but I'm working on changing that, maybe finding a producer. So we'll see. <laughs> oh, so, I mean, for you, uh, what I mean, we, we know what the, 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 the other music that, you know, you write for for others. But I mean, for you, what inspires you to, to write? I mean, is there any certain subjects, certain things that get you excited to write? Yeah, well, um, lately I've been having these I've been having whole songs kind of hit my mind like in the middle of the night or early in the morning when I wake up and I hear 
um, usually I hear like melodies and or like the whole entire arrangement in my head uh, before I even have lyrics or maybe it's just kind of scattered lyrics and usually the theme ends up becoming something about like failed relationships and past heartache and I tend to write a lot of sad music <laughs> so um, mostly music for me has been kind of like therapy you know so I've like I've said, I've been in metal bands, so that was like a really nice way to write about things I've been through in the past, um, through love relationships, family relationships, and how I've overcome some of those things or how they've made me feel. So usually I turn to music to kind of get those feelings out, you know, and that's normally what I write about. <laughs> oh. So, I mean, you know, when you write for, for others, then, I mean, is there a similar process or is there a di different process when you have specific things to write about? Or? So, it depends. So, if they've given me some directions, then, you know, I'll try to tailor the lyrics and the ideas according to, like, what they, what the theme is that they've given me. But if there's nothing and I just do it on my own, I listen to their track a lot and I kind of, it's almost like a meditation like I, I listen to it on repeat and then I come back to leave it come back to it and then kind of I just like allow whatever comes to mind uh in this in the moment I start writing with that and um it depends again on the genre as well uh you know if it's if it's an edgier genre of music usually the theme is going to be a little bit darker, but then when I get some jazz tracks, sometimes I write about things that are happier. Um, and so it really is, you know, usually I, I get the melody and then I get a kind of sense of like the rhythm of the melody. And then I put lyrics to that when it comes to clients projects, normally how it goes, unless I really am like, Oh, these words just sound perfect in this song. So it's really on a case by case basis of how I decide what I'm going to write. It's really in the moment. Oh, okay. Uh, so tell us a little bit, uh, Lilu, about, uh, you know, some of the uh, the songs that you, you've written. I mean, is there certain ones you'd like to tell us about? Or? Hmm. Well, uh, um, sure. I, so the single that I, uh, that I released um, last, well, I think it was like a, like an eight or nine months ago, um, it's called Gotta Go With This Feeling, and it's actually a positive song. I wrote it on guitar and uh, brought it into a studio here in Barcelona uh, called Coryland Studios, uh, and it's a really big studio. Shakira's recorded there. A lot of really famous Spanish and Catalan artists have recorded there, and I worked with a, an engineer and a producer in there to just kind of bring the song to life, and it was really interesting experience to see someone take my song and expand it um and also it just it really i felt it shows my vocal um abilities in a, in a way that you know um can show what i can do which is really nice as well and i just really enjoyed that process and the, and the song itself um really talks it's more like a story and it really talks about um what I always wanted since I was younger and how that kind of translates to now in terms of love and how it makes me feel and how 
instead of thinking about it, I just got to go with the feeling and just go for it. And so that was, that was a pretty cool song um, that I've done. Uh, and another, I wrote two songs yesterday, actually. Um, they're not finished, but they kind of, those are the ones that hit me in the middle of the night kind of thing. And that was about some previous breakup stuff that kind of just all of a sudden <laughs> blew open and kind of needed space to surface. So it came out through my music. So um, I, I, one of them is called Valencia because I lived in Valencia, Spain, and uh, had a pretty intense relationship during that time. So I, I turned it into a giant metaphor. It was, it was, it's kind of nice. <laughs> oh, okay, so yeah, those are some of the the songs. But I mean, as far as like, uh, is there any like uh, like your first song that you you written, or any like earlier songs that still stay with you, or you still want to do something with, or? Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> to be honest, I've got tons of unfinished songs, or I have songs that are, I guess, technically finished, but like maybe I'm, I'm not really a big fan of them anymore because I wrote them like years ago and I want to change them recently I just went into my one of my song journals I have probably like 10 song journals and I just reworked a song that I wrote like seven years ago that I was like oh I really didn't like the verse and then I rewrote the verse so I was like oh finally this song makes sense to me um I remember the first song that I ever wrote with the first band I was ever in and to be quite honest um it's a it's a song that was um very sad and very personal um about my family situation at the time and and also from the past um and I don't really want to go into too much detail about it because it's very personal but uh it was something that um I just remember being like a fresh new songwriter and a fresh, you know, in a fresh band is kind of like my first, you know, time doing that. It was a very vulnerable place to be. And that topic was also extremely vulnerable as well, made me feel vulnerable. And um, I just kind of went for it. And then I was kind of scared about my family hearing it, but. I don't know, I performed it, I went for it, and I just kept writing ever since because it it feels, music feels like a safe place to do that no matter what, at least. So, um, yeah, I, I can remember that pretty vividly. And I used to write songs that were extremely long. <laughs> now I kind of understand how to walk away from that. Okay, Lilu, you know what, that sounds great. What we are going to do is we are going to take a quick break and we will be back for our next uh, segment of this edition of our program today. My guest today is Lilu, who is a great singer, songwriter, musician, performer, vocal coach, uh, does a lot of great great things for uh, different clients as far as uh, music and uh, vocals and and. Lilu today is calling us from beautiful Barcelona, Spain. Sounded like a pretty good connection. So we're so blessed and honored that Lilu is here today. We do want to mention that this uh, particular show is done in partnership and conjunction with uh, Zap One 
Productions. Uh, Vince Sapone and the team at Zap One Productions have been very gracious and wonderful to work with, and we're so glad that we're able to bring you this uh, wonderful segment uh, with Lilu uh, together, Mike Cara Media Group and Zap One Productions. And we also want to mention that uh, Horse Capital Radio, as show everything equine, is also going to be premiering. We also already have three horse-related uh, shows from various other Mike Cara Media Group uh, shows on there, too. So a lot of great things happening from Mike Cara Media Group and Zap One Productions. You are listening to the Mike Cara Radio program what's up america as always partly broadcasting from ecoe florida usa planet earth and please stay with us for our next segment of this edition of our program today well welcome back to our next segment of this edition of the mike care radio program what's up america as always partly broadcasting from ecoe florida usa planet earth and my guest today of all the way from beautiful barcelona spain miss lilu and lilu is a great singer songwriter musician performer and uh, she is also a great vocal coach and she writes uh, music and performs vocals for a variety of clients we're so blessed and honored that Lilu could be here today from Barcelona, Spain, and tell us all about what she does. Thanks so much, Lilu. We truly do appreciate it, and we are truly blessed. And now, uh, Lilu, as we're talking about, you know, that people come to you to write songs, and you, you mentioned about metal, but I mean, do, is there ever a time where people will say, hey, how about a country song or something? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. As I said earlier, um, I get clients from all different genres. I mean, I market myself as an edgy rock um, metal singer, but I also market myself as highly versatile. So, I mean, I have so much... um, I have so much background in jazz, pop, um, and even classical. And so I get all kinds of projects. I mean... I just did a project for a church. I just did a, I'm doing a project now, a rock song. I did a whole entire jazz compilation for a different client. I mean, it just, it, it ranges all over the place. Um, but uh, usually um, I don't get too much electronic work. I don't really get a lot of that. I've done a few tracks, but my voice is is pretty much best suited for like big heavy blues i i also i'm not I'm not super into country i don't do a lot of country um but i find actually yesterday that i was writing kind of country sound in my songs so um it's interesting how that's kind of coming out but i uh yeah i get all types of projects um but mostly the metalheads they look for me they're like oh that's the one this is the girl who can do this so um or you know or big rock bands or um yeah anything with edge you know some punk some punk rock in there too i did i do covers some people pay me to do covers i do some uh, songs for video games so yeah it's all over the place (laughs) <laughs> oh, since you brought that up, Lilu, I wanted to talk talk about that, about, you know, uh, doing songs for video games. So that's very interesting. So how does that work exactly? What's the process of that? So that is pretty tailored, that usually the client knows what they want. 
and I stick to exactly that. Um, the ones that I've done, uh, they're from video game apps, and the song's already finished. It's already written. The vocals and lyrics are already done, so I just sing it. Um, and so I haven't, I haven't really written for the that. At least the ones that I've gotten, they've already been pre-written, um, and they just they know exactly what they want, and then. Um, you know, the client already has a publisher and all of that, so I just release it to them and it goes out into the the ethos of the internet. <laughs> oh, so yeah, it's it's just uh, sent uh, out there. Uh, so I, I mean, I mean, then do you see any residuals, or are you just you paid a set fee for that, and then like you said, it's out in cyberspace or? It, it depends. Some of them are a flat fee, and I just release the rights, and I don't see royalties because, uh, to be quite honest, the royalties from that is super, 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 super tiny. And a lot of the time in this line of work, it's you choose either or. Like, you either put out a flat rate or you put out um, like that you will work for royalties. So... For me, for my time, it doesn't really seem worth it to wait to see if I might possibly receive royalties for one of those things. I prefer to take a flat fee and just release the rights. But at the same time, you risk like, well, what if the song gets played like a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of times and you can get, you know, I mean, it would have to be a lot. Like, I guess, for example, I was just reading... Um, uh, to make money on Spotify, for example, you need at least a million plays to make about $5,000. So when you look at the percentage of what you make per stream, it's, it's definitely, you can't have an income on that. And I do this as for a living. So flat fees are normally what I do with that. I just got another project recently with a client who they have, they, they have a publisher and they've had a lot of their music, put you know put out for tv commercials things like that and in that case if i know the client have a very regular um contact and regular publishing then i will uh i will sing in exchange for royalties so yeah. Oh. oh, okay, okay. So yeah, it uh, it always uh, you know varies. So I mean, for you, Lilu, how does usually it, it work? Is this something that you could do in a home studio, or you have to go somewhere in a studio and do this, or? So I have a home studio. I record everything there. It's acoustically treated, and I have lots of equipment. And so it's fairly easy because I work remote, you know, and which is great because I can work with people from all over the world. Um, and also, um, you know, I'm on a lot of different platforms for musician networks. For example, Sound Better is a very big one. Uh, Air Gigs is another very big one, and I'm on a bunch of others. And so sometimes I get clients from there um, or um, – kind of similar to how you guys found me you know i put ads out and uh you know they and the client finds me that way through craigslist or different platforms i use since i am located in barcelona i advertise to london a lot um it's another big city so um and also 
the idea for me eventually, since, you know, I, I just moved in, in the last two years, um, is to be working regularly out of studios as well. So if this pandemic wasn't happening right now, um, I could travel to some studios and also record in those. So it's a little of both. Mostly it's on um, it's uh, via online. But for example, I have a very like a huge project that's coming up um, that I'm going to be flying to LA to do. And that's all in the studio. Um, and that is going to be pretty pretty amazing i can't really say too much about it because i'm under contract but um it's it's one of those it's, it's a very big project and i'm very excited about it but you know it's on hold because nobody knows when we can travel and all of that yet so such a strange time we're in <laughs> yeah yeah it is uh, so lilu i was going to go to ask about that how much traveling is in involved so i mean is there is a certain amount of traveling then with this yeah it can be it depends on the client um if they want to pay for my travel <laughs> so i never i never pay for my travel if the client wants to hire me and they want to pay for my travel that's that's basically um part of of it so um most clients opt to have me record in my home studio but if it's a big collaboration a big project and they want uh you know to be personally involved in the vocals and they want to also give their input and direction on it then we discuss travel so um or for example um in london there's you know a studio there that i'm affiliated with where if they have three four or five days or a week of recording projects then i'll go and i'll pay my for myself to fly out there and stay for you know a week stretch do a bunch of recordings and fly home um so it, it, it you know but that's not far london is not as far as la from where i am so it's different depends on where you can go and then obviously barcelona there are studios i can just you know hop on a metro and go to <laughs> so yeah so for you, Lee, Lou, do you do actually any performances, uh, you know, with, with your music? Or So um, since I've moved here, I have not performed my own music, um, which actually I miss a lot. Before I moved to Barcelona, I was actively performing for, you know, about 12 years. Um, I was performing all over the Northeast, mostly of the U.S., um, and did some some tours. And then also, um, you know, I was doing a lot of, uh, like, corporate and GB work. So I was singing in weddings and, you know, doing the active musician life, gig life. Uh, with my own music here in Barcelona, um, since I've been here, I've been performing in like open mic nights and jam sessions uh, that are in, you know, different venues around here that are open to the public, uh, but not my own music. I've just been doing covers. So we'll see. I, I, I'm pretty finicky about my own music. Well, we'll see. Usually I've only performed my own music with a band, but when it comes to my solo stuff, I haven't gotten my feet wet, so to speak, in that 
arena. <laughs> so we'll see <laughs> what happens. Oh, so so this this your original music then really isn't solo acoustic, or is it? It could be. It could be like the so. For example, the song that I released online is original acoustic. Absolutely, could perform that. Um, but you want to have more than one song to perform. I have a lot on guitar. The other part of that also is um, I I don't consider myself a guitar player per se. So I would have to probably hire somebody to do that with me. Um, but. Uh, Again, it's more about liking my songs um, and thinking that, okay, this is finished. I want to put this out there, and I have a hard time saying something is finished when it comes to my stuff. It's a little hard. But uh, when it comes to being in a band, you kind of really don't have a choice with that. You've got to finish it and keep going. So <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I'm moving in that direction. First, I want to I want to put out a couple of songs just on Spotify, like out in streaming and see how they do. And then if I can convert them into like an acoustic set with some covers, then I'll try that once, once I'm able to perform when the pandemic subsides. <laughs> oh, so yeah, we're talking about, uh, you know, that, you know, the pandemic. So I mean, in Barcelona, it's pretty, pretty much everything's closed. I mean, as far as musical opportunities like here then. Oh Yeah everything is very closed um the uh, yeah i mean as uh, I, I don't know if you know um what's happening in spain but uh we have not been allowed to go outside uh except to walk a dog or to get groceries and um if you're caught uh outside not doing those things you can get a very large fine or be arrested <laughs> so yeah <laughs> not much of that really i i luckily i have a new puppy so i can go outside and walk her but um yeah so musical opportunities needless to say are limited i did do a performance recently for my partner's colleagues on their big zoom meeting they uh they wanted um you know, just something uplifting. So my partner plays guitar, and so we both just played two cover songs for them, and everybody was kind of singing and jamming and watching, you know, and having fun doing that. So, yeah, that was like a nice little Internet performance. <laughs> okay, Lilu, you know what? That sounds great. What we are going to do is we're going to take a quick break, and we will be back for a very last segment of this edition of our program today. My guest today calling us from beautiful Barcelona, Spain, Miss Lilu. And Lilu is a great singer, songwriter, musician, a performer, also a music teacher, vocal coach, and she does studio coaching, and she does a a lot of things with music, has clients that she writes music for. So we're so blessed and honored that Lee Lu could be here today. And we want to let everyone know that we're doing this particular show with Lilu in conjunction and partnership with Zap One Productions. We're so blessed and honored to have uh, Vince Sapone and the team from Zap One uh, Productions working with us to bring you interviews and shows like the one with Lilu. So pleasure and honor. We're so blessed and honored to have this great partnership. Mike Kara Media Group and Zap One 
Productions. And also, Horse Capital Radio, is we're working on it. It's everything equine. It's a partnership, again, between Mike Kara Media Group and Zap One Productions, and you definitely want to check that out. We already have a few uh, shows on various other Mike Kara Media Group shows, radio shows uh, involving uh, horses and all that. So you definitely want to check that out. You are listening to the Mike Kara Radio Program, What's Up America, as always, partly broadcasting from Ocoee, Florida, USA, Planet Earth. And please stay with us for our very last segment of this edition of our program today. Well, welcome back to our very last segment of this edition of the Mike Care Radio Program, What's Up America? As always, probably broadcasting from Ocoee, Florida, USA, Planet Earth. And my guest today is Lilu uh, from Barcelona, Spain, and uh, who's a great singer, songwriter, musician, performer, and besides working on her own original music, she performs and writes all sorts of great music for uh, you know various clients. And she also is a, a music teacher, and she uh, has uh, plenty of students. Uh, she is taking students, uh, but uh, she's she is getting busy. And we're we're so glad that during especially this time that she is <laughs> not that she's <laughs> you know, too busy, but we're glad that uh, she could be w- w- working and uh, you know spreading her talent, spreading her you know love and joy and passion of music. So uh, we want to thank Lilu, and one final time we want to thank uh, Zap One Productions as this particular show with Lilu is being done in conjunction with uh, Zap One Productions. Uh, Vince Sapone and the team at uh, Zap One Productions have been uh, very gracious and, and a wonderful pleasure to work with. And we want to let everyone know that this show is done between Mike Kara Media Group and Zap One Productions and Horse Capital Radio, everything equine. Uh, is we'll see how that uh, is com- coming, and we've got some shows already. Uh, various other Mike Kara Media Group shows uh, that are about horses. So again, thanks to Lilu, thanks to uh, Vince Apone and Zap One Productions for uh, help bringing you this interview with Lilu, and thanks to everyone listening today and uh, letting me bring my love and passion for what I do, which is bringing uh, Vince. Vince Sapone and Zap One Productions and Lilu bringing their love and passion for what they do. So, uh, and again, if you've got an idea for a guest, go to MikeKara.com, send me an email, give me a call, and we'll see what we can do. Again, my guest is Lilu from Barcelona, Spain. And Lilu, pleasure on you could join me today. Thanks so much. We truly are blessed. Yeah, I'm just wondering here, you know, you mentioned a lot of things you do in your your own home studio and they could they could send you the information. So, I mean, are you still able mm-hmm. to do that now? Because, I mean, everything's yeah. on online or. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I um, my home studio is, you know, it's inside. So, so yeah. I don't have to leave my house. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm always open for work, you know, so. Um, yeah, absolutely. I, I continue recording. Um, I also am a vocal instructor, so I, I have a lot of students, uh, that I teach online. So that's also the other side of my profession. (laughs) Oh, so with this online teaching, then you could literally do that anyone in the world then, or? 
It depends on the time difference. You have oh, to yeah, the time reach. difference. Yeah, yeah, I don't want it too late. <laughs> yeah, it has to be reasonable. I do have American clients, and I, I have clients here, so um, it really depends. You know, six-hour time difference between the East Coast of the U.S. and, uh, and here is not so bad. I actually uh, – I work – until one o'clock in the morning my time um normally so when before the pandemic uh when you know the schools were in session or people were going to work normally or not working from home my hours are usually about like five or six p.m until 1 a.m um so you know because i compensate for the time difference so it would be a little harder to give lessons to somebody who is like on the west coast because it's a nine hour time difference but yeah, in Europe, um, yeah, it's super easy. There's not a big difference. I have students in London. I've one in Austria, so it's like, yeah, it's not it's not that complicated. <laughs> so for you, did you have? I mean, you know, in Spain, was everybody online or were there in person? Uh, you know, lessons that you have to now do online or? Yep, um, I had. So I had a about half my students were coming to my home studio um, before this whole thing happened. And then, yes, I converted them to online. So, uh, of course, all my students are online right now. But um, once everything hopefully normalizes, yeah, they will be coming to my home studio again to take their lessons. And you mentioned Zoom. I mean, can can you do like a, a group uh, session of your students all together through Zoom? Or have you done that? Or no, actually, I, I mean, I teach private one-on-one lessons. Right. Um, I do do group lessons as well and workshops and things, but I, uh, with Zoom, I haven't actually really tried that yet. I'm pretty new to Zoom, to be honest. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, I, I haven't really, I haven't really gone there. And uh, honestly, in terms of doing a group lesson, I don't think it would work very well because there'd be a lot of problems i think with latency and yeah. probably got to wait for that 5g technology before attempting that right <laughs> okay lilu so now we want to i know you wanted to talk about uh, you know your your links and your website so first of all why don't you tell us you have a website yes my website is the voice of lilu.com um, and there, there are examples of my sessions work with some former clients. There are videos of me um, performing. I have my um, original song up there that I mentioned earlier, as well as my YouTube videos. Um, and then there's also uh, a section on there for voice lessons or the contact page. So people can contact me directly through my website. They can read my bio. They can see some photos. They can see some videos of my current students and what they have accomplished. Um, so, and they can also hear my albums are up there too. So pretty much it's a big port- portfolio of all my stuff. So they can go directly to the voice of Lilu.com. Oh, and then you're also on you. I mean, you are on Facebook and all that too, probably. Yes, yes, I have a Facebook page um, under Lilu, and I also have a YouTube channel as well. So. Oh, and tell us more about the YouTube channel. You put your videos on there. Or? Yeah. Yep. Um. All, all the videos. Um. 
are up there and I have my original song and then the rest are covers. Um, and yeah, um, they've, you know, some of them are from a couple of years ago. Some of them from a couple of months ago. So it's a, it's a wide variety of stuff. Um, there's videos of me there playing piano and singing, playing guitar and singing, or just singing with a backing track that I produced. So. Oh, great. Uh, so, so I mean, I don't know if you, you mentioned that you do uh, or, or anything with Facebook Live or performing on there? Or? Um, occasionally, I'll throw kind of like um, little tidbits. So sometimes um, on my live page, I will put what I'm working on for a client, if I think it's really cool and they don't have a problem with it, like you always have to ask if it's okay to post, but I will just show like myself recording for a client sometimes or and like, you know, just a tiny bit of the process or sometimes I'll just record like literally maybe, I don't know, 20 seconds of me singing something acapella to like just, you know, be funny or something like that. So nothing nothing really serious on facebook live <laughs> oh right uh, so yeah so you have you know all your information and then you have a you know page so i mean right now are you you know during this taking any new students or gonna wait till everything is back to normal or well um to be honest my my business has actually gone up uh, I know that's not the case for a lot of other people, but I was actually thinking the other day that maybe I would, I'm going to stop taking students for now because I'm pretty full. Um, but, uh, it depends. The situation for each student changes all the time. So, you know, I'm always up for, you know, of course, if someone is interested in taking lessons with me, you know, I will make the time for them. Um, I'm pretty busy right now with teaching, but, um, you know, the situation changes week to week or month to month, you know, with each person. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm busy, but I'm, you know, I would love, you know, if any, if there's anyone interested in singing contemporary music it's what i specialize in so and it's a bit different from what other vocal instructors specialize in because a lot of older generation teachers uh have a classical and musical theater background which i also have but they they lack the the newer more modern approach and then there's also a lot of younger vocal instructors who either don't have the experience or necessarily like the singing chops as I would call them. And so I guess in terms of steering anyone who would want a voice lesson, I guess my best advice is, you know, it's like trying on a pair of shoes. You got to find the right fit. And also, you know, for me, I, uh, when I chose my voice instructor back in college, I wanted someone who could sing what I wanted to sing. And so it's important that the person can can sing or is capable of doing what it is that you want to do. So if that's me, then, hey, <laughs> feel free to contact me. <laughs> oh, is that how, Lilu, the, the, the first lesson usually works? Or do you t talk with the student beforehand? Or I normally 
talk with the student beforehand um, and tell them how everything works. I ask them why they want to take the lessons, what their goals are, um, if they're just if, if it's something they want to do for fun or if it's something that they want to use for audition preparation, if it's something that they want because they want to perform. You know, I have a wide variety of ages, backgrounds, and styles of, of students, you know, from different parts of the world. Um, I, I have a lot of professional students as well, um, who are, you know, actively performing normally on touring on Barcelona. So, um, what I prefer, um, what I'm trying to attract mostly are more geared towards adult students. I mean, I have children, I've had some students for many years and I love working with kids, but I'm trying to, um, get more, uh, professional musicians in, into my business. Um, and I also coach in the studio. So, that's another thing that I do uh, as another type of service. It's not a voice lesson, it's studio coaching. So for example, if you have a record or a demo that you're going into the studio and you want to record your voice on, you can hire me to coach you singing in the moment on your demo, on your, on your album, so you can get the highest quality takes in a shorter amount of time. And, and I have a lot of people who have hired me for this, um, and they, they were very, very pleased with the outcome. So that's something else that is that is available. Oh, okay, uh, Lila, we appreciate your your time. And before we go, is there any other services that we haven't mentioned? Anything you you uh, do or offer that you'd like to talk about? Um, I think that about, about sums it up. You know, I I am a singer and I'm a professional voice producer and uh, singing coach. So. Um, any any and all things involving singing, I'm I'm your girl. <laughs> oh, great! And uh, so, if anyone is interested, our listeners, what's the best way to contact you about all this? So you can contact me through my website, thevoiceoflilu.com. Uh, and there you will find the contact page, which will give you a direct link to my email. Um, and uh, if you uh, want to contact me through my email directly, you can also do that at loveyourvoice05 at gmail.com. Oh, okay. That sounds uh, great. Uh, so any final thoughts or anything else you'd like to mention here? Well, um, I think I've said everything. I'm just very happy to be here. Thanks for having me. And uh, it's been a pleasure to be on your radio show. Okay. Thanks so much. My guest has been uh, Lee Lu, and you've been listening to the Mike Care Radio program, What's Up America? And please catch us again next time. <laughs>